0: Buddy, And it's Sunday. And what a beautiful Sunday it is. It's hard to believe this is the 30th of October. <laughs> we need rain. You know, somebody, I think um, our newscat, or I, I can't think of this, it. It uh, Jonathan or whatever, right, anyway, our weather people here in Channel 5, said we're like eight inches below the water. And boy, unreal. does it show. It's unreal. It's just uh, last Friday, not this past Friday, but the Friday before, I washed my truck. right. And so that morning, Saturday morning, it was supposed to rain, but it rained dirt. I don't know if that affected your car, but it was like the windows, everything. It was like, are you kidding me? Uh, So and then I was so busy this week. I didn't have time. And every time I got my truck, I'm like, you are so ugly. You're driving me. But anyway, I finally got washed yesterday. So I was happy about that. And so now I better not rain dirt again. <laughs> so you're back. So how yes. was your
1: vacation? Oh, it was great. San Diego was awesome, amazing. The very first day we got out there, my dad texted me and said, uh, well, how's the weather? And I said, "Oh, well, it's gorgeous. And he says, well, it just rained dirt here. Yeah. So, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's, so he brought that same <laughs> yeah. thing up. But yeah. no, it was perfect. Mid-70s, uh, every single day, just awesome. And the humidity's all gone, obviously. It, just, it was it was wonderful. Nice.
0: So, mm-hmm. What was the favorite thing that oh, you did? Oh, my goodness.
1: We did the, um, I don't know if you noticed the scar in my head, we did the USS uh, Midway. You can walk the uh, the aircraft carrier okay. and the very first thing they say when they walk in is uh, just so you know the number one thing soldiers came to the sick bay with were injuries on their head okay. because it's such low clearance and I kind of just giggled about it. Well, I'm I'm six three and that's not uh it was not built for me. So I got through most of the tour and then all of a sudden I took the wrong turn and just scratched my head oh, up. So, yeah. but no Christmas. it was it was still an amazing experience. Super fun the the restaurant we ate so so well and just walked around and enjoyed it. What was so, the
0: favorite food that you had out ooh, there?
1: there? We had this pizza at this we stayed in <laughs> Little <Pizza>. Italy <laughs> and there was this pizza here where they didn't actually have cheese covering the whole pizza okay. it was more of this, like almost like a ribbon of mozzarella that kind of covered the middle of the pizza, okay. and it you just kind of spread it around as you took. It was amazing. Though. Really? I never had pizza like that before. It was really oh, good. wow.
0: So pizza, mm-hmm. you go all the way to California for a different kind of pizza. We were in Little
1: Italy though, so I mean, we had to enjoy that. But no, we had great Mexican food. We had great ev- everything was amazing. You have any seafood? Did did had so we stopped at a little pier? It's called the Lost Pier, right by Laguna Beach. We took a car up the coast a little bit the final day and had a little. Fish and chips, right there, that were just oh, nice. freshly caught, and it was fantastic.
0: And the weather so, was uh, oh, boring, right?
1: Yeah, it was boring every day in a great In the best way, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how, how those weather forecasters out there can even have a job. <laughs> exactly. It's like, how do you talk about the same day, the, every day, the same thing? <laughs> well, how can you put a spin on it? At least sure. here, you got some yep. different stuff to do, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, well, I'm glad you're back. Thank you, you so much. Appreciate it. Didn't forget uh, where you worked. No, no. Happy to be back. <laughs> and hopefully you didn't apply for any jobs out there. <laughs> We're just hitting a beat with you. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so hopefully you guys are, are got your ears on. We got Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet. She hasn't been here for a while. Been busy. So no, we go, we snacked her, and she's here today. So hopefully you got some vet questions. Please uh, bring them on. Uh, my uh, troops, my daughter, you know, they live in just north of Anchorage on Pine River. And they're, they're the troops are landing this coming Thursday, and so I've been running around, you know. So we got uh, four kids from two years old to nine years old, and then you know the the two adults. You know my husband or her husband and, and my daughter, and so just trying to get everything. In my you know she's pregnant, so now she's never been pregnant this time of year before. You know when it's cold, and so like I said, I have no clothes because usually they just bring. I have all the clothes here, you know what I mean. So you just. Put everybody on the plane, mm-hmm. and you got maybe one uh, duffel bag. That's it. And so instead of bringing, you know, yeah. So, so anyway, so it worked. And anyway, so yeah. So we've been working on that. So today I went on my my good friend Amazon, <laughs> and uh, I found some preggle, uh things. And you know, when I was, that's how we're gonna age <laughs> You know, when I was pregnant with her thirty nine years ago, and you know, the pregnancy was is that you wore these like. Skirts for shirts, you know, to hide your belly bump, you know, type thing. And uh, everything online is everything hugs them. So you see every muscle, every, everything. And I'm like, I would be so uncomfortable with that. So uncomfortable. So I'm glad I had mine when when I, when he used to wear skirts for tops, <laughs> he hate everything. oh you know? that was good. My mom, though, when she was pregnant with uh, my uh, sisters and brothers, uh, she would wear dad's shirts. Hmm. His—that's was well, her pregnant clothes. She sure. always had it. she had one of dad's big shirts on, so it was pretty cool. Everybody's for old so I ordered some shirts for her, and then me and Costco had a good fun time on Friday. The gal at the register, she says, "I've never, you're my first large ring up." <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> So anyway, uh, so yeah, the troops are going to land Thursday and let the shenanigans begin. Awesome. Yep, and classes are doing good, and uh, the the t- holiday is just around the corner now, folks. Remember, tomorrow is Halloween. Know where your candy is at all times. Got tall dogs? Put them in a cupboard. Put it in a drawer. Got short dogs? Put them on the counter. But know where the candy. Then when the kids come home with the candy, maybe put the dog in the kennel till, you know, because like, everybody wants to dump it out and take a look and stuff like that. But really, be mindful that, of the dogs as far as getting to the candy. And then also, like if your dog's showing fear, you know, whereas you know, knock, knock, knock in the door all right and now usually after the third time i think the dog will probably be exhausted and not do it but you know remember your quiet word hey quiet, keep the dog on a leash it's because you don't want the dog to run past the kids in terror. And then everything's coming out, you know, and the dog gets out there and says, what the heck are we in Armageddon with all these costumes? Even though I know trick or treat door to door is not like it used to be like with, with me. So anyway, uh, when I was a kid, but yeah, anyway, so be, no, uh, be mindful, think ahead, be proactive and uh, not reactive. And then, you know, you can always take your hair, Mr. Plant, Mr. Set it on stream. And uh, if the dog is barking, ah, blast, quiet. Remember, be what you want the dog to be. Be calm and steady. Don't start screaming and yelling, knock it up, bad dog, blah, blah, blah. Okay? That's all that does is wind the dog up. you got to go opposite the dog. And that's what I try to tell everybody when they come to class. They'll say, how come the dog works so good for you? Because I'm calm, believe it or not, calm or steady. And that's what it takes. You, you know, you keep a tight leash. That's not going to help you. And so you, everybody wants to restrain their dogs instead of train. So that's why you've got to be mindful and understand how the dog sees it. You know, if I grab your arm and pull you toward me, towards me, I'm going to pull harder away. You're going to pull harder away from me. And so that's why it's so important to get the right training collar, just the right tools, and just and and work together as a team. All right. Remember, it's not me, master you, dog. And I'm seeing so many more people that are using electronic collars for just everyday training, and it's driving me up a tree. No, you're not. You don't build with the e collars. I only use those electronic collars. If I do, I don't even use it. Um. Uh. I send people to uh, dogs. Uh, people that have hunting dogs because they know how to use them correctly to time it correctly. But is if a dog ranges, you know that they're just you know heading down and you're just having a toughier time to get that dog's head to turn. Okay, but otherwise, you know, if you have them sit. To have them down, to have them stayed. that is not the recourse. You do not use electronic collar for that. You're not building a relationship, okay? So, anyway, well, hopefully uh, you got some questions for Dr. Jess and myself. So, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. And in honor of um, Halloween, we have some silly uh, jokes that uh, hopefully there for Halloween jokes. What can you say? Okay, just a minute. Let me see. Oh, where am I at? I can't find my Halloween. See, I should have pulled. I should have pulled it up before I started moving. Okay. What kind of mistake does a ghost make? What kind of a mistake does a ghost make? We'll be back. Hello, we're back. So here we go. What kind of mistake does a ghost make? What do you think, there, Doctor Jessica Levy? An invisible mistake. An invisible mistake. Okay, what do you think, Mike? I think I got
1: this one. What? A boo-boo.
0: Ding, 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 nice. ding. A boo-boo. That's what kind of ghost makes. That's pretty good. You're good. Yeah, you seen the book and you went and bought it and memorized it, I did it, not. Right? No, yes, you no, did. no, no, no. You're going to do this joke or that joke. Okay, let's head to the phones and see who what we got.
1: Sounds good. We'll start with Michelle. She's got a question about a uh, pug that's got a whole bunch of energy.
0: A whole bunch of energy, a pug. Hey there, how you doing? Hi, Michelle. Are you there? Hi. How are you? Good, good. So, how old is your How old is your energized pug? He is
2: two and a half.
0: Okay, we had him from a puppy.
2: I know he was in a hoarder house. Okay. So he's had a lot of issues. Okay. Um, and he just—I mean, I. I was able to train my other dog, but he just doesn't stop. Like he has so, I have worked with brain toys with him. I exercise him. I just, when he gets, when people come in the house, he's just crazy. Okay.
0: So you you haven't trained him. <laughs> well, clearly. Yeah. Clearly it's not. Okay. Crazy. So a couple of things. Number one is that I use in a harness or a training collar with him? Hello. Are you there?
2: I have the training collar that you recommended. The Star Mark? Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: good. And do you use it?
2: That's- yeah, he uses it, but I don't. Use, I don't have it on him all the time.
0: Okay, yeah, I know you're not supposed to. The only time that the collar is on is when the leash is attached to it, and you're attached to the leash. Okay, now when you go for a walk, does he walk politely at your side, or do you let him scan?
2: He, um, he's pretty good about walking to the side. He has one eye. Okay. So, he um, he's pretty good about he's pretty good about walking.
0: Okay, because that's, that's probably, the first step, is that you, huh? uh, on, when you're in motion on your walk Till we get the manners set better, he is always walking next to you politely on a loose lead. Okay, at any time during the walk, you can stop and say, check it out, and let him go pee and sniff and stuff, but then when you're ready to go forward, you're going to call him back in, and now you're walking as a team again. Okay, now, have you have you practiced the invisible dog with him? No, okay. I don't know what that is. Okay, the invisible dog is, you, and now you just need a regular buckle collar, not the training collar, and then put use a nylon leash, and you're going to put about half of it on the seat of, let's say, a kitchen chair, and then sit down, okay? Now, you uh, you know, he, don't give him too much leash, he'll tie you up, but you, what you want is that when he lays down, the collar is going to be loose, or the leash is going to be loose. Okay, you're okay. sitting on the leash, take your, let's say, right hand and put it on your left wrist, and rest it in your lap, now, don't look at him, don't talk to him, don't touch him, don't do anything. Now, he's going to want to try to jump up on your lap, okay? And so what you do is turn your head sideways, because a side profile is a calming signal to a dog, and you're going to extend your arms out and bump him. Don't push him, bump him, and give him a growl. Side profile, extend your arms out and go, ah! Okay, and then that's that, don't say anything to him. This is, that's why it's called the invisible dog. Don't look at him, don't touch him. This seems like something so simple but it has profound effects with busy, busy dogs. It teaches the dogs to calm themselves down by themselves and wait for you. Can you, can you do that
2: as well? Like when I sit on the couch, for yep. example. Yep. He you, will jump up on the couch. He throws his body on top of me. Yep. He nope. rolls like a nut job. Right. And he won't
0: stop. Okay, but, yeah. yeah. But see, now you've got to set the rules up and there's got to be consequences. You're allowing that behavior. So the thing is, is that if you're going to go sit on the couch and he tries to jump up, off. He can't come up on the couch until you invite, invite him up, number one. And then number two, that he's going to look to you for directions and not just see, oh, free lap, I'll take that. Wrong. He's just running amok and doing his own little thing. And so that's yeah, why what you has. Yeah, so that's why now by sitting on the leash and ignoring him, like I say, have your hand uh right hand on your left wrist, rest it in your lap. Okay, and like I say, if he sits and stares at you, turn your head sideways. Don't give him any okay. eye contact whatsoever. Now at first what you're doing is that you're getting him when when he finally lays down, that's awesome. If you got five minutes sit on the leash. you got ten minutes a yeah. half hour 45 minutes an hour that's what you're gonna do is sit on the leash and ignore him now what's gonna happen don't sit on the leash like the first couple of times until he lays down
2: that could be four
0: hours I no imagine. but what you're after is that when he realizes this I got <laughs> tickle in my throat. Okay, when he realizes that he's getting absolutely nothing, eventually he's going to find his center and he's going to lay down by himself. Okay, Okay. don't say anything. But like I say, you may sit on it five, six, ten times, and he's still he's standing, and then maybe sitting, and finally he'll lay down. Now he's starting to calm himself down by himself. Okay, and that's invaluable. And so then the next thing is you're going to. Uh, practice this you do when he gets good at it better at it where he's not so jumpy on you anymore then you're going to multitask you're going to watch a movie you're going to read a book have a cup of coffee talk on the phone when guests come over that's what you're going to do is you keep him on a leash and you're going to face north east and west if the company's coming in north and south yeah and you're going to step on the leash so that if he lurches out that he's going to correct himself Okay, just step on the leash. Don't pin him to the ground. You're just going to step on the leash. And so then now everybody's to ignore him. They are going to walk by, okay? Then now you're going to go, let's say, in the kitchen and sit down. Pull your chair out so you're still a part of the conversation, but he can't get to anybody. Sit on the leash and ignore him. And so now he's getting used to the smells and the sounds of the people that just came over, all right? And so then when he finally calms down, wait about another five minutes, and then don't take the leash off. Just get off the leash, and let him go say his how-do's. But then now this is where you got to teach the humans. Tell the people there don't rev them up. Just kind of you know hold your hand over the, the chair and give them little tickles. You know just have the people remain calm. If you have people that won't listen to you and will undo what you're trying to do, then just keep sitting on the leash until the people leave. <laughs> you know whether you're sitting. In the I've le-
2: been seriously. I've been using just a spray bottle.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and and he because it's so bad and. Uh, I then he, when he sees the spray bottle now, he stopped.
0: Okay, but. But no, wanna, what, what you want to start doing great. now is the invisible dog sitting on the you got three times a day at least. Sit on the leash and ignore him. Whether it's five minutes, a half hour, 45 minutes, three times every day. And then, like I said, when people are going to be coming over, you pop the leash on, you're facing east and west. Companies coming in north and south, so they're walking past you, and you're going to step mm-hmm. on the leash. And when he realizes now that nobody, he doesn't act so nuts at the door, pretty soon you're going to ask him to sit while people come into the house. You're going to take it and baby steps for him to be able to learn to control himself without you, you know, going over the edge and that. And we got to remember when he's acting the goofiest, you got to go very calm and very slow. Hey, that's enough. Just settle. Just settle.
2: And And then just one quick side note. So I just got a new parrot and my parrot talks Mm -hmm. and my Frenchie, as soon as she hears that voice, she goes Crazy it's almost like
0: the the, the what the the frenchie at the pug the frenchie goes nuts the when pug
2: the pug doesn't care okay but the, the frenchie will if he if she talks which she does a lot the okay. parrot okay she will my frenchie will just go crazy like start okay. barking
0: aggressively okay how long have you had the parrot now not long. Okay. Okay, so then what you want to do is use it. Have you tried the mystery, the spray on the uh, Frenchy now? Ah, quiet. Have you yeah,
2: tried? but she, then he'll talk again. She'll talk, the bird will talk again, then she does it again. So I suppose, I I mean, I, I've been blocking them kind of off to a different area. Okay. Um, she can still, she's still a part of my world. Yep. But...
0: But see, what you'd need to do though is like put the training collar on that Frenchie yep. and then go by the and get the parrot to start talking, and then give the give the uh, the Frenchy ah ah, quiet ah quiet okay. Have there be a, a, a whereas now that you want to walk in and out of the room or wherever the thing is the the parrot is just keep walking every several times a day. Just put the training collar on, walk past the parrot, try to get the parrot to talk, and if you can see her about ready ah 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 quiet. Just, you don't need to answer. Just, I mean,
2: the bird tells her to be quiet, and then cute she gets crazier. So. Okay, okay, yeah. I, but no. I, so what I you know just gotta I need to do to desensitize that.
0: Yeah, and so that you know, like it's just you gotta let the dog know this is unacceptable behavior. You know what I mean? And so the dog is gonna start getting used to the parrot's voice and talking and such like that. But you have to let the the Frenchie know, hey, this is you know we're all gonna be a family here. Just learn to ignore. You know and so if you can okay. just stand stand by the the parrot or take a chair and sit on the leash okay and then with the frenchie and then just sit on the leash by the bird and start talking to the bird and so pretty soon, like I say, that don't do say anything. You don't in, do the invisible dog with the Frenchie, All right, don't look at him, okay. don't touch him, don't do anything. Okay, and but then you know, what you're gonna do is you're gonna put him. You're gonna be by the bird in different points of the room by yep. the bird. Okay, and so where you sit on the leash and ignore, and the parrot starts, uh, you know, uh, barking. You go, ah, 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 ah. Okay, and now the parrot, but then the dog. Okay, oh, the
2: parrot will bark. He mimics everything. Oh, that's
0: cool. That's cool. Okay, does yeah. that help you?
2: Yep, I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a wonderful
0: week. You too. Take care. Thanks. Why do baby ghosts go? Where do baby ghosts during go during the day? Where do baby ghosts go during the day? Be back.
1: It's so Hello. Me. What
0: you, you do to me, I diggity, don't diggity. Okay. Where didi do baby ghosts do go during the, go the, go the time day? Doctor Jess. Oh, my gosh. I obviously don't know. To school?
1: <laughs> oh, that could be a good one. What about you? You, you must be in my willows. I think I have a day scare.
0: Aww. Is that it? Day scare centers. You got day it. Day scare. Dare. There we go. Day. Wow. Are you using a computer?
1: Absolutely not. No.
0: Okay, well, I'm impressed. When I think
1: ghost, I think boo, and then scare, and yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll
0: see. If, I don't find ghost enough. He's two for two. Let's see if he's got them all this today. Okay, go. who's up next there, sir? Uh,
1: uh, next up, we've got Tina has a question about an eight-year-old pug with some excessive paw licking.
0: All right. Hi, Tina. Hi there. Hi, hi. So what what's we doing? We licking paws? Yeah, so I have an eight-year-old
3: male fond pug dog. Okay. Um... He, when he was two years old, he had urethra stones, um, kidney. I mean, he was, it was awful, really bad. So we have tried to change his diet a number of times, but crystals developed. So he's been on the Hills CD wet and dry for a number of years now, and it's doing well. Um, but he excessively licks and bites his paws. Um, when he's awake, it's probably for a good hour, just straight. And it's, and it's constant. I also give him a teaspoon of virgin coconut uh, olive or, excuse me, coconut oil okay. every other day. Okay. Um, and I'm just wondering what I can do for the excessive licking. Is there like probiotics or other supplements I could give him to help him? Um, he doesn't seem to itch like anywhere else on his body. It's just like his paws and they do have like that
0: Frito smell. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Go ahead, Dr. Jess.
4: Well, unfortunately, without being able to change the diet, you're probably not going to be able to completely get to the root of this. But you can still do things that will help stabilize and support his immune system. Okay. So for a dog like this, so basically the the foot licking is this external symptom of an internal disorder. Uh, When you feed the same food, like whatever the heck the food might be, even if you're feeding the same raw protein you feed it for too long you run the risk of the dog becoming allergic to their food Um, and so that i think is part of the problem even if they had different proteins or different formulas available in the special anti-bladder stone diet that would still be something that you could maybe use to try to uh, prevent these you know types of issues arising because Uh, when you eat the same thing at every meal, day after day, it antagonizes the immune system. And so one of the ways to prevent that from happening, as well as to improve your health, is to have variety in your diet. So one of the things that I'll say food-wise, one of the things that you could look into is even adding some fresh food to the dog's diet. Even if you can't get 100% there, being able to introduce some variety in that way would be helpful and would support his immune system better than eating a diet of processed food for the rest of his life. So that that's something okay. to to think about, that maybe it doesn't have to be like an
0: all-or-nothing game. Um, so you're talking about formulated raw, that you can find in the freezer section, like at some of the pet stores? Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah, and basically, like, you know, if you kind of, you know, settle in your mind that, you know, no matter what, I'm only going to go halfway there then it can, you know, it helps build confidence. Like once you see that your dog does not implode while eating this new food and you can control the amount so that it basically gives you a place to get started rather than just saying from the outset, I can't change this food no matter what. Other things that I would okay. do to help support the immune system. So I would use supplements like Standard Process Canine Immune System Support, which is an immune system. Rebuilder restores the normal function of the immune system, so that's probably something that I would use in a dog like this. And then you have to think: like, does he have other issues? He's a pug, so what about his ears? What about his anal glands? Does he ever have issues with those?
3: No, not really. I mean, on occasion, he'll get an ear infection, um, but we do have another dog in the house—a Boston Terrier—and she does lick his ears. So, okay. right, right, but, that, but that's,
4: but that's not going, yeah, that that's not going to give him an infection. So. OK, um, uh, so then you see that there are like that's just another external indicator that there are issues with the immune system. So you could use um, a standard process canine enteric support. Enteric means intestines. That supplement helps restore the normal intestinal lining. So it helps repair leaky gut. You could use that in combination with the canine immune system support and do that for like six months and kind of see what you get out of it. Okay, I I definitely have cases where, you know, obviously my preference would be, you know, why don't you put your dog on raw food before you even come into my office? Because that makes my life a lot easier. But, you know, sometimes you have to build up the symptoms that are affected. So with a dog like yours, maybe we would pay more attention to the urinary system as well as the immune system before taking on something more intimidating, like introducing some different foods. That makes sense like okay. there's a lot of different ways okay. to go about it and so and none of these like it's not an all or nothing game like you know if i if I can't feed him raw food or if I can't feed him a diet that I make myself, then I'm stuck feeding my dog this processed food, which is probably one of the things that is provoking these symptoms that you're seeing.
3: I would guess so because it, he's always the worst with looking after he eats or after right. he comes in from outside.
4: Right, and so so give yourself a break. I think um, probiotics are helpful because those do also help support the immune system. And if he's eating 100% processed food, then things like probiotics and fish oils, those are going to be absent from the food that he's getting. So those are things okay. that are easy enough to add that will kind of help you get there.
3: And is those two standard product, uh, standard process, are those pro- probiotics?
4: No. no, they're not. They're okay, not. Do you so, have a
3: recommendation for probiotics?
4: Um, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of local pet food stores have good probiotics that are made for dogs. Um, alternatively, okay. you can go to a health food store and get something like uh, Flora Adult Probiotics or um really anything made by Garden of Life. Okay. Garden of Life actually has a urinary health probiotic that
0: I I granted it's made for humans, but hmm, that would be interesting to try. Okay, now when you're okay. going to use humans stuff for dogs, what's the, how, how much do you give? A dose per day. I mean, it like, doesn't oh, matter. Do- say it dogs says- are built to eat bacteria. They love to eat too. <laughs> but let's say it says uh, for me, like Garden of Life probiotic, it says for me, it's, uh, I need to take two a day. Okay. Yeah. So do I do the same thing for my dog no matter the size? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, so you could
4: start with one a day because you want to make sure that what, you know, with any, Anything new that you're adding for any dog, you're kind of taking a risk, and so you run slowly. Into yeah, it. so you want to start with with a smaller amount just to make sure that it doesn't make the dog barf, that it doesn't make him itchier for whatever reason. Okay, um, but yeah, huh. yeah. I mean, should I d-
0: continue with the coconut oil? Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Okay, mm-hmm. you can either do it every day. You know, because okay. it's great for the in you know the, his gut system and the good mm-hmm. oils for the coat too.
4: Right. Other things I think about, like you know.
0: The coconut oil
4: also provides good um, medium-chain triglycerides, so it's a nice absorbable form of fat for dogs. And so in order to add healthy fats to the dog's diet, you could use things like um, an organic egg. You could use 4% cottage cheese if he tolerates dairy. You can use Greek yogurt. Um, like, There's all sorts of easy things that you can do just to make sure that he's getting the substances that his body needs for cellular repair. Okay. Does that make I sense? That.
3: Thank you very much, Dr. Thank you, Katie. And you Thank can you always, you. you
4: can always email me, um, at my office to, uh, if you need information on how to get the standard process supplements, because those are not available in stores. Right. When, what's what website? It is holistic dash vet dash care.com.
0: Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Any Thank other questions? Connect. Okay, kiddo. Have a great day. Thanks for the call. Thanks you too. Bye bye. Okay, well, we run to break now? And we'll come back take care of the uh, take care of the other callers. Okay. Okay. Where do ghosts mail their letters? Where do ghosts mail their letters? We'll be back. And we're back. Appreciate you all listening and sharing your Sunday afternoon. Beautiful Sunday afternoon. So there, Mike. And the score is
1: the score is still seven to three.
0: Yeah, we're ahead, right? Correct. Vikings okay. with
1: the lead over the Cardinals.
0: Good, good, good. That's all we can have. And then, and Cousins ran it in.
1: Seventeen yard rushing touchdown. Yeah, for look the at that. Fleet of foot, Kirk Cousins.
0: A fleet of foot. There you go. <laughs> Where do ghosts go to mail their letters, Doctor Jess? <laughs> no idea. <laughs>
1: Ghost office is too obvious, right? Yeah, yeah
0: that's it. That Ghost is it? Ghost office. <laughs> yep. Ghost office. I
1: thought that was okay.
0: Yeah. We'll take it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> now we gave you some now let's see. Um yeah, so now we're gonna give you some
1: harder ones. Thank okay? you. Good. There you I go.
0: <laughs> okay, who's up to bat?
1: Uh next up we've got Christine, unfortunately, she has some questions about end of life care for oh, our doggo.
0: Okay. Hey Christine, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Oh, thank you for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. So what kind of yeah. dog? And how old?
5: Um, well, my Reno will be 16 in February. Wow. Okay. And he's, um, an overweight Chihuahua. Okay. Um, what, you know, the problems are he has dementia and he tends to kind of urinate wherever he wants to whenever it's needed in my home.
0: Okay.
5: Um, I do use the bands. Good. um, But sometimes we just can't catch them. Um, I guess, you know, health-wise, there's really nothing wrong with them. Um, He just went to the vet, and, you know, it was a tooth-cleaning time, but I didn't feel right for them to put him out. Um, Good to get his teeth done because of his age okay. and the way his dementia is. Okay. I guess my question is, you know, how long I I've really never had a dog that <laughs> you know
2: Lots that was like this. Yeah. I've
5: had few other chihuahuas and usually there's was something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. So okay. they needed to get put down. Okay. You know? Yep. Okay. And with Reno, I guess I don't know about him. I know that he's in pain.
0: Why do you think that?
5: Well, when I touch him, he kind of jilts. Okay. Um, he doesn't really like to be touched too much at all.
0: Is that always been his his mo, or is that just you know the last couple of years?
5: Um, pretty much the last couple of years.
0: Okay. Okay.
5: Okay, so yeah.
4: so so, what did the vet say about the physical exam when you just had him there?
5: Well, that you know, not, you know, just basically, she just said he'll let you know when he wants to leave us. Right,
4: but the physical exam. So when the vet listened to his heart and looked in his yeah, mouth, yeah, everything and
5: seemed fine. Everything was
4: fine. Did they do any blood tests? Because they were thinking about doing his teeth.
5: Yeah, yep, it was an all overall and everything seems just fine.
4: Okay, so blood test for normal? Yeah. What do you feed him?
5: Well, I do a variety. Um, I do raw, I do um uh watered down N D kibble. Mhm. Um, once in a while I'll throw a can of dog food at 'em.
0: Mhm.
5: Um just right. a variety of, of things we do. Um, a loaf, kind of like a refrigerated dog food, we found that they like.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: So it's just a variety. <laughs> How much does he weigh? Uh, Twenty pounds. Oh lordy. Okay. How much do you feed him? Um, obviously too much. <laughs> um, I give him like maybe. A watered down kibble of not even a half a cup in the morning,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and then at like four thirty is the dinner time. Um, usually, you know, uh, maybe a little over a cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I um, guess okay, okay, you know. And then there's the tooth treats because he's I want you know he's got bad teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to keep his I don't know, you know the smell down. I guess basically, mm-hmm. and for him, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's not very pleasant to have a mouthful of yuck, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. So, did they find that his teeth are really rotten?
5: Well, they kind of looked at them and they didn't see anything that was needed to be pulled or anything. Okay, you good. Know? All right, um, and just, I guess it, I was just. And the vet also said, you know, he's kind of old and with the dementia to be putting out. Okay, so cleaning, so you you, you have know?
4: yeah, so you have a couple of options. You can throw your arms up in the air and say, well, you know, let me schedule something with a house call euthanasia service. Uh, some of these services do also do like a quality of life evaluation. They do hospice, and so it's not necessarily like, you know, the appointment is gonna. And with your, with your dog going away. Um, uh-huh. They also do have other services. So um, Blue Skies Pet is one. Uh, Minnesota Pets, of course. Uh, Lap of Love. I've heard very good things about Lap of Love. And so, so you have these services that you can call on to come and look at your dog and to kind of help you make that decision. Um, otherwise, uh, I can tell you what I would do. Go for it. <laughs> so... I would throw away everything except for the raw food. Feed a variety of raw foods, and I mean frozen raw that you thaw out.
5: Frozen?
4: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, well, you, you thought you, thought before yeah. you feed it. Nope, not, not freeze-dried, not dehydrated. Yeah. Actual frozen raw from the freezer. Get rid of the carbs. I would feed okay. this dog, honestly, I would feed him probably an ounce and a half twice a day. It's not going to look like very much, but I don't care. Um, so that is what I would feed him. And and you have to be careful not to make up for it with treats and other things. Personally, I would throw away the dental chews yep. because those are garbage. Yep. I would not feed this dog any other garbage. If you want to feed him treats, you can feed him a couple little tiny pieces of cheese. You can feed him a couple little tiny pieces of meat. And that's it. Because my goal would be to restore your dog's normal brain function and have him live. I have people come into my office for the first time with 16-year-old
0: dogs, and
4: that's when we're going to start improving their health.
0: Like, why not? Why not? You can start at any age. By him starting to lose weight, Mm -hmm. that's going to be huge. Right. And so
4: if, if you look at... Like, you know, Purina had come out with this new food that they were advertising on TV a long time ago when I used to watch regular TV, and it was called Purina Bright Mind. Well, what was it? It was their regular food, but they added a whole bunch of antioxidants. And so that's something that you can do easily with raw food. You add a couple of supplements. Use golden paste to help clean up his teeth. Golden paste is basically coconut oil. You add a little bit of turmeric, and you add a little bit of black pepper to activate the turmeric. If you email me at my office, I will be happy to email you a recipe for golden paste.
5: And how do you get that in there? I can't even... He won't even let me in his mouth anymore. You don't have it's to this. get
4: into his mouth. You feed it to him. Okay. So you feed him basically a marble-sized blob of golden paste a couple times a day, and guess what? He will. It will help him clean his own teeth. The raw food also has bones in it it doesn't have carbohydrates it doesn't have fillers and so it promotes better oral health other things that you can do for this dog which are again easy um i would get something like um mm, dr harvey's makes um, a nice supplement called uh oh what's it called it's called like golden years or something like that yeah
5: i do use that i use from pet well-being i use a um a tincture of um it's i don't know i can't remember the exact name of it but it's for aging animals, and it seems like it really helps them tremendously, and it has been for a long time. I've been using it Right. So then, Right, so
4: then you need to change. You can't use things for a very long time. So So, if if you have little tiny dogs, then you need to either buy the smallest size possible or find somebody who will split things with you so that you don't have your dogs on the same supplements for any length of time. Basically, oh, okay. you want something that will last you two or three months. When you're using these general kind of supplements that are not targeted at any specific uh, body system, mm-hmm. you want something that will last you two or three months, and then you want to be able to move on. So I would use something like Dr. Harvey's. I'm pretty sure it's called Golden Years. There's one. There's one. It, it's a two-pack, and one, one of the supplements is called Sunrise, and one is called Sunset or something like that. You give one in the morning and one in the evening. So you could use something like that. Um, You could go to your health food store and you could get um, echinacea in a tablet or capsule, dose it at about 10% of the recommended human dose. Um, And give him that two weeks on, two weeks off. And then in the other two weeks, give him uh, herbs like hawthorn and marshmallow. So because most of those kinds of supplements are herbal based, the standard process supplements are made of animal organs, but a lot of other supplements are made of herbs, and so if you take them for too long, you kind of lose the effect. But oh, if you okay. but if you want something quick that you can just find at your local health food store, then I would use echinacea for 2 weeks at 10% of the recommended human dose every day, probably twice a day with every meal, I'll say. And then for the next 2 weeks, use Marshmallow and Hawthorne, right? Hawthorne for cardiac support. Marshmallow supports the respiratory and the urinary tract. And then oh, at the these same are
5: oils?
4: Nope. Nope. These are herbs and tablets or capsules.
5: Oh, okay. Herbs.
4: Yeah. Tablets. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, get your vet to refer you to your local animal chiropractor and treat the pain.
2: Okay. Got it?
0: All right
5: wonderful okay good. yeah he really deserves it and he's you know if you
0: need me to rehash that just email me yeah yeah okay What's, or you can listen to the podcast you know on my talk 1071.com yeah, how mike when is the podcast up
1: uh it'll be a moment after the show okay there you go
0: okay kiddo thank you for the call thank you dear bye-bye bye. what did the polite ghost say to her son what did the polite ghost say to her son we'll be back